a Keep Productive production. Welcome to the Tools They Use podcast. Interviews with professionals about how they use apps, software, habits, and routines every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Tools They Use podcast. It is Francesco here, and welcome back to another feature. So we are here with David Pierce from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, David has been uh, on my feeds for quite a while now, um, which is which is so brilliant. sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> you're you're coming to us from San Jose, right? Yes, my awesome. my delightfully slightly overheated apartment in San Jose. <laughs> it's it's like a hot day here so i i think it's probably not even on par to where you guys are as in the town. no it gets it gets properly hot here but it's okay oh. anytime i need to leave i just go to san francisco where it's gloomy and cold <laughs> right now so oh really yeah. oh, it's the shade isn't it exactly um, <laughs> so you you during your day work you get up to uh, a lot of writing right at the wall street journal maybe you could take us through sort of what an average day looks like there Sure. So I'm a personal tech columnist, which means essentially my job is to uh, take this crazy, ever-changing world of tech and help people understand it. Uh, the, the sort of thesis of the job is basically like a lot of things are happening all the time and a lot of it is meaningless to you as a person and a lot of it is really important to you as a person and it should not be your job to try and figure it out. So a lot of what I do is like read in the weird corners of the internet to try and figure out sort of what matters and where this is actually going and then help translate it to real people. So I spent a lot of time, uh, I spent a lot of time reading, spent a lot of time reporting, calling people and, and emailing people and video chatting people. I feel like Zoom, which we're using right now, has become a massive part of my life in the last year, just, uh, just talking to people. So it's a lot of that and then it's a lot of uh, I write in Google Docs, and so it's a lot of that. And then working with my editors, and we have a video team, and we do graphics, and so it's it's just a lot of sort of moving pieces to put together the the different oh. parts of journalism. And the weird part about like I I, I knew you were going to ask me this, and <laughs> I wish I had a better answer to like what I do every day. And it turns out the only thing is it's just chaos all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I but don't is know it my fault or not? But kind of how it is. Yeah, but I think as a journalist, like that's naturally almost the state of it isn't it because this you just need to know everything at any given time and, and be able to sort of translate it yeah it's definitely true that uh having plans is sort of pointless as a reporter uh because the the job is just sort of show up and and see what happens uh which yeah. is really fun but does not lead to having things like really neat pat productivity yeah. I'm, I'm gonna scrap all the questions at the end about like you know, mindfulness and calm it down. <laughs> oh, I have many thoughts. I don't live by any of them, but I, I, believe in all of them I love it. I love it. And um, I, I guess the first sort of question would be, how do you go about managing your most important tasks for the day? Yeah. So the two things that I live by uh, are my calendar, which is like absolutely the most important thing that exists in my life. I don't understand how people don't have calendars. That's just wild to me, but that's where anything I need to do, or a place I need to be, or a thing that like needs to get done lives in my calendar. So if, if everything in my life disappears except my calendar, I'm still a mildly functional human being. Um, and then the other part of it is, uh, frankly, an, an ever-changing set of productivity apps. Uh, right now I'm using Notion, which I know you use and like. Um, and it's basically become sort of the place for everything. I used Evernote this way for a decade. Um, and it's a mix of like things I need to get done and all the notes I need and all the 
transcripts from interviews that I've been doing and all of my research and, and like, it just becomes this one sort of glob of all of the things that I need. And then the hope is just that I can find stuff when I need it. Yeah. And, and the calendar app, what, what one is that? Is that just Google Cal? I switch a lot. So Google Calendar runs it. Um, I use Fantastical on the Mac and on the iPhone because the, the natural language processing for typing in something just like lunch at noon tomorrow is uh, really nice. It's actually, it's one of those things that feels, it feels really bad now to go back to the stock calendar app and you have to like tap in four different boxes and select the time and do it. That stuff is just bad. Um, yeah. And then on the web, Google Calendar is fine, especially with the new redesign. Uh, it's it's better looking than it used to be. Um, I'm not actually all that picky about my calendar app as long as it's there in front of me all the time. And and works well. Brilliant. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so with the Notion use, you have you like destroyed your use of Evernote or is that completely like replaced it? Yeah. So actually for the first time ever, I have stopped using Evernote, uh, which yeah. like it was always... I would use something else and then sort of inevitably end up back on Evernote or I would use something else and Evernote and then that was too many things. So I would go back to Evernote. But for the, I, I literally have not opened Evernote in probably six months. It's uh, a spooky, it's a spooky thing, isn't it? Cause it's been such like uh, for you, I, I've known for a while, it's been such a huge part of your life. Do you, do you find that weird? Oh, it's really weird. And, and the idea that there's like a decade of, my notes all the way back to, you know, being in school that yeah. just exist in there. And I, I don't know what will happen. They might be gone for all. I don't know. Uh, it is weird. And it's, it, it's this, like abandoned warehouse of my stuff that I left behind somewhere. Yeah. It's like a, a, a open locker. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> and, and in terms of like, you know, like you look at planning the week ahead, how do you go about doing that? Do you like start with notion and then build in your sort of calendar experiences? It's a little bit, haphazard um like it tends to be that the things that matter the most to me are either in my email uh in my calendar already because somebody has invited me or i put it there anyway or uh in notion and so basically between those three things it's a matter of just sort of triangulating what's going on um i really wanted to be a bullet journaler for a long time i had grand ambitions about being the sort of guy who like sits down on sunday night and plans every moment of my whole week and it looks nice and my handwriting is great. And I've never quite gotten there, but uh, I've at least gotten to the point now where I can sort of sit down on a Monday morning and look in three places, which is my email notion and my calendar and have a pretty good sense of kind of what is in front of me. Yeah. That's, I I think that like the bullet journal thing, it it looks nice, but practicalities, it's quite tough to pull off, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. And it seems one thing I've always wondered, and I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but I I can't figure out why nobody has made a really great bullet journaling app. It seems like the sort of thing that uh, I would want digitally. Because for me, having a paper notebook is just sort of a non-starter. Like I I just won't have it with me often enough to be useful. But if I had an app that was sort of similarly useful and simple. And I think this is part of why I like Notion because you can kind of hack it to pieces to turn it into something like a bullet journal. But uh, I never could figure out why nobody made a good bullet journal app and it has always frustrated me. I, I reckon that'll be a template in Notion soon, just like bullet journal. <laughs> you might be right about that. Have you used the, uh, the what is it, Agenda for Mac and iOS? Is it any good? Yeah, it's, it's good. Um, I don't know. It's got a lot. I think I feel like it's got a long way to go in terms of like, you know, like with every new app, but I like the concept. It's cool. Yeah. Okay. Have you tried it out yet? I haven't. I've only like looked at screenshots, but it seems like at least sort of in spirit, the closest thing to what I've been looking for for a while. 
But yeah, I don't want to switch again. I've switched this <laughs> app so many times. I'm trying not to do that anymore. It's got a ban on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. Um, so moving away from software, although we'll definitely come back, um, what sort of hardware do you use um, as a day, day-to-day stuff like phone, laptop, PC? Yeah, so I think uh, given the nature of my job, I probably have the least uh, stable answer to that <laughs> of yeah. just about anybody. Uh, let's see, right now, I-, I will tell you what I'm looking at. So I'm, I'm at home. And okay. I have I have the the Huawei MateBook X Pro in front of me, which is uh, as far as I can tell the best Windows laptop. Uh, I have a big Dell monitor. I'm talking to you on a Logitech webcam. I have an iPad Pro next to me. I have an iPhone and an Essential phone and a Pixel Two <laughs> all next to me for some reason. Uh, and there's a Google Pixel Book over there. The the point is. Uh, I, all of them is kind of the answer. I would say the the thing that is most stable in my life is is the iPhone. Uh, yeah. Even when I'm also using another phone, I tend to pretty much always have an iPhone. Um, yeah. But one thing that has, I mean, one thing that I think is sort of a necessity of my job, but has also changed like how I think about how I work is that I'm I just cannot be beholden to a device um, mm-hmm. because like God only knows most of these don't belong to me. I will ship actually I will ship almost all of these back to the company that that owns them very soon. And so I, I have to be sort of able to pick up on any device, any computer, anything at any moment and still be able to like sit down and get work done. That must be so weird. Like, like almost like porting your experience onwards. It is a little bit. Is it tough? It's the toughest part is just, I spend like a million years every week setting up new things uh and logging into apps and uh, like life before i had a password manager was way more hard way more miserable than it is now it's much better now that i have one password but yeah uh it is a little weird and it's it's taken some getting used to to sort of figure out the the intricacies of all the different operating systems but at this point i I basically picked apps that work everywhere and just sort of invested life in them and now i'm at a point where like i can use Again, it's it's email, it's calendar, and it's Notion, and I can use all three of those anywhere. I have a web browser, and it works pretty well. Fantastic. And what um, touching on email, what email application do you use? Gmail. Does Gmail. anyone not use Gmail? I feel like I, I, <laughs> everyone uses it. Yeah, like if you don't use Gmail, I have a lot of questions for you. Um, yeah. But no, part of it is just that uh, the the Wall Street Journal uses Gmail. We use Google Drive. We use Google yeah. Docs, and so it's. Uh, I, that decision was sort of forced on me, but I would mm. much prefer to use Gmail over anything. It's consistent, else. isn't it? And um, you can access it on all of those devices. The the apps wise, you mentioned a few apps that you f- found were good cross platform ones. What ones do you get sort of do, use across your day? Oh, this is fun. Okay, let's let's play this game. So I everyone does this. They like uh, we're, we're, we're <laughs> gonna do good. a tour of my home screen here. Uh, <laughs> so it's a lot of Google apps, obviously, like Gmail and Chrome because it syncs bookmarks and all that stuff. Uh, and Google Docs and we use Slack and we use Hangouts. Uh, but I would say in terms of like things I picked on purpose because they're cross-platform. Uh, Pocket Casts for podcasts. Uh, oh, yeah. because it. It has a web app and it works pretty much everywhere, so you can sync it. Um, Spotify for music. Uh, let's see. I use Pinterest a lot. I don't know if that has nothing to do with anything, but I really like Pinterest. Okay. Um, <laughs> Old school. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I use Google Keep, sort of hit and miss, uh, because I like the web app a lot more than I like the mobile app. Um, but let's see. I think a lot of it is just I'm trying to not use iMessage which has yeah. been an interesting phenomenon because 
I, I'd like to be able to do things from more devices. Um, so trying to get people to talk to me on things like Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp or Hangouts has been an interesting challenge because it turns out nobody wants to. Like my mom just won't talk to me except on text. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just never going to change. You just started a channel there down there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's tricky. Um, and, and coming back to Notion a little, um, sure. how would you say, because you, you discovered it about, was it about six to nine months ago in that sort of bracket? Something like that, yeah. I, so I wrote about it, I think, in March, but I had been using it for a while and then reached out to the team uh, to talk about it for a while. So yeah, it was probably like end of 2017 where I kind of started messing around with it. Yeah, and, and like how would you say that it's developed your working? Like I, I guess like take you like end of last year and, and now, how do you sort of see the difference? Yeah. So the biggest problem I've always had is that there was never one place to put things. Um, Evernote was the closest just because it it could take things like web pages and it could do to do's and it could do long text, but Evernote was really bad for things like tables or if you needed, if you had a database of things and Evernote search wasn't very good. And so I wound up with all these sort of disparate things. I used a dedicated writing app and I used a dedicated to-do list app and I used a dedicated notes app and I used a dedicated thing just for like dumping things into I needed to find later. And it just got messy and just sort of fell apart on me at all times because that's just, that was for me at least too many things to check. And so I didn't. Um, whereas with Notion, it's, it's not the best for any individual thing that way, but it does everything, uh, which for me has been really powerful that like I can use it. I, I have, I have a big table in here of all the books I want to read. And I have uh, a Trello like board of all the tasks I have. And I have, you know, hundreds of thousands of words of transcripts of interviews and I have bookmarks and I have like, it, it just, it puts all of those things into a single place. Uh, so now it's just like anywhere, anything I need is in notion. I don't know where it is in notion all the time, but it is in there somewhere. And that, just that alone has made it much easier for me to actually find some stuff. Yeah, that's, I, I, it's sort of like when, I, I guess when you started Evernote, right? To some extent, like the, the point when you started Evernote, but I, just a question, do, like how do you see the security side of stuff? Do you, are you like, because there's a point with every app where you commit to it and you put everything in. Do you feel like it's at that point where you're like, it's going to be around for a couple of years. I'm going to invest my time into it. Yeah, I think Notion is, uh, I mean, in terms of like the actual security of my stuff, uh, they're, they're doing a good job and, and are working with people that I trust um, yeah. to make sure that that stuff is good. In terms of whether or not they'll be around in a few years, it's, if I've learned one thing doing this, it's that that is dangerous. <laughs> um, like if you're, if you're bad, you go away. And if you're good, you get bought and then you go away. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I, I, it's, I, boy, I really suck if, it, if Notion wakes week and I had to find something else, but, uh, there are, there are no certainties, I guess. And that's like, it. And, <laughs> and yeah. And it's just sort of, I'm in a position now where it's like, it's, I can get it out if I need it. And, uh, luckily with things like GDPR, these companies are being forced to give us a lot more tools to get our data out when we want to. Uh, and, yeah, I don't know. Now you made me nervous. Man, if Notion goes away, it's going to be 
such a like hellish I, weekend. Of I see a little bit of sweat there, somewhere right? else. I'm sweating uh, too thinking about it. <laughs> I, I just hope that doesn't happen. I'm so screwed if that happens. I know. I've I've committed to it a lot. Like it's one of those apps that I've like gone. Okay, I feel really comfortable with this one. Um, and the what does it replace for you? Like, what are you not using anymore because of Notion? I'm not not using Evernote anymore. Okay. But my Evernote use is almost halved in the last six months. Like, okay. I'm just like going, oh, I'll just start it in Notion. I'll just start it in Notion instead of oh, I'll start it in Evernote. So, right. yeah, <laughs> it's really good though. Like, I, I'm really happy with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, teams wise, uh, obviously you use a lot of team tools. Um, do you and the Wall Street Journal guys use like a project manager or anything like that? Or do you just stick with like your own personal tasks and accountability i guess it's a mix of both um we use a lot of we do a lot of email we do a lot of google sheets uh which which boy i hate and i I sincerely hope my bosses listen to this and and change their minds about using google sheets but uh we use yeah i mean it's it's mostly google stuff just because it's those are sort of the the shared apps and particularly at an organization as big as the one i work for introducing any new software at a bigger level is just it's it's a lot of work, and so we're we're relatively stable in the things that work, and not trying to sort of blow that up. But um, I like having my own stuff separate. Um, it's a little bit of sort of duplicative work. I have to go make sure that the Google Sheets are updated with all the stuff that I'm also doing. But being able to sort of have weird notes that won't make any sense to anyone else, and like write. <laughs> swear words and I don't know to just to have a space that's sort of mine that's not just like a tab within a thing that someone else can see but is fully my own uh it is actually really nice and I don't I don't know that I would change that even if I could brilliant um and one final sort of roundup question obviously your day is manic like being able to keep on on top of all the tech news like uh it must be pretty stressful how do you sort of take time out to sort of chill out and make sure that it's not maybe not getting on top of you uh poorly i would say (laughs) is the answer no i think what i'm what i'm learning more and more is uh that it's just as important to do nothing on purpose as it is to do work on purpose um i used to think it was sort of ridiculous you would read these like you know mindfulness bloggers who are like you should schedule do nothing on your calendar And I was like, oh, okay. And then I actually started scheduling do nothing on my calendar. And it's kind of great because you've, you've sort of given yourself permission to do something that doesn't feel as productive. And there's this massive and growing set of research that says that lots of sleep is good for you, which obviously is true. <laughs> and that being bored is good for you. And that like, you physically cannot be all the way on all the time and that that learning to treat being off as just as important as being on Mm -hmm. uh has been really important for me and so learning to do things like schedule that and and stick to it and really like make it a part of my day in a real way to read a book or something like that like i also i I really like using um habit tracking apps Uh, i've I've switched around them a bunch but i I try to use them for exclusively non-work things where it's just like, did I exercise today? Did I read a fiction book today? Did I meditate for five minutes today? I think I have checked that off like one time in six months. <laughs> uh, meditation is an awesome idea that I am horrendous at. Uh, but everyone should do it who isn't me. Uh, but yeah, I think like that's the kind of stuff that putting it 
and, and then there's little things like putting that stuff on my home screen. Like I moved all the apps I don't want to use, but need around away from my face when I unlock my phone. And now I see things like the Kindle app where I'm going to enjoy my time more or Netflix where it's like, okay, it's actually okay. If I just sit here and watch like 30 minutes of the office instead of goofing around on Twitter again. Yeah. Yeah. So like almost like a visual reminder um, that it's there and, and the habit tracking apps, did you have any like great ones that you're like, yeah, they're, they're brilliant. I think, uh, I think it's just called streaks is probably yes. my favorite one that I've used. Um, just because it makes it really, really easy to go in and just say like, yep, I did it today. Cause the problem with those apps is for me has been, even when I do something, if I forget to put it in the app and then it'll be like, well, you didn't do it yesterday. And then it's like, well, I did do it yesterday. Screw you. And now what's the point? Cause you're not tracking me accurately anymore. So just having that mm. tool where it's really easy to just go in and I think they give you I don't know what it is, but there's some grace period to it also where it's like, it's like, oh, did you do it yesterday? And then you're like, yeah, I did. Thank you for asking. And uh, just little things like that make it a lot easier to sort of keep up with it, which to me was what really made it powerful. I love it. There, there's some really good healthy suggestions there. I think it's, it's really good. Well, the, so. um, the, where, where can everyone find you, David, um, after listening to this podcast? Uh, the, I, I mean, the easiest place to find me is uh, wsj.com where I, I write and you can also pick up the Wall Street Journal. Uh, I think on Mondays is where I usually appear. Uh, but realistically, the easiest place to find me is on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Pierce on Twitter and I spend altogether too much time there. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm following you there. and it, it, But it's good if you're a tech lover or, or, or software lover because you'll get all of the great stuff there. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Me and David are now going to grab some time actually to do a uh, YouTube feature all about Notion. Um, so if you want to join us uh, for that one, you can head over to Keep Productive on YouTube and find us there. Um, but for now, David, uh, thank you so much uh, for coming on. Uh, it's been great to have you. Uh, thank all you. of these apps will be available for people to download, which is great. So uh, I really appreciate you taking your time out. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you very much, guys. And we'll see you guys very, very soon for another podcast episode. Cheers.